magic. Jadi saya semagic. Mau mic. Oh, you, you do magic. Magic. Jadi saya semagic. Awesome. Exciting. Uh, so is, is it expensive? Uh, no, not too expensive. Okay. Uh, How much? About one thousand or two thousand. Okay. Right. Each. Each. One person. One person. One thousand. One person, one thousand, yeah? Ah, so one thousand. One thousand, one thousand. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Marvelous. Okay. Well, let's um, let's go to uh, Super Potato before we get accosted by more maids. Uh, later. <laughs> okay, great. Need to get out of the way. Marvelous. Welcome to Tokyo Cheapo Podcast. Think Tokyo's expensive? Well, think again. All the best tips for visiting and living in Tokyo on a pittance. Cheap sushi, cheap sausages, cheap dates, cheap dogs, cheap hotels, cheap holidays, cheap sumo, cheap salads, cheap bikes, cheap booze, cheap chicken. Welcome to the Tokyo Cheapo Podcast. This is Chris Kirklands, your uh, notorious, no, infamous cheapo. Yes. And Greg? Hey, I'm the infamous cheapo. You're the notorious cheapo, aren't you? Uh, yes. I'm so notorious that I've forgotten that yep, I was the notorious cheapo. I'm Greg Lane, by the way. You are indeed. Thanks for reminding me. Yep. So, with that um, rather uh, ridiculous welcome out of the way, we shall uh, get the uh, podcast underway. So, some sort of cranking noise here as we rattle up our um, podcast engine. So, Mr. Lane, uh, would you care to give a quick overview of what we have in store this episode? Uh, okay, well, later on we're going to be talking about uh, Akihabara. We're going to be going on a bit of a walkabout. Before that, we'll just do our usual, um, you know, run over, rundown of what's happening on the site, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And what's special about? Uh, why are we doing an Akihabara walkabout? Why now? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, because we have a uh, fantastic guide coming out um, very, very soon, probably about the same time as this podcast. Uh, written by the very person who is going to be giving us the tour. So um, his name is Aaron Baggett, and uh, he has been writing for us since right near the st- not not right at the start of the site, but maybe within the first six months he he started writing for us. So um, yeah, he's a re- he's a real kind of um, I wouldn't call him an otaku, but he's a real expert in, in games and and he knows all the little um, secret spots in Akihabara. So. Um, something to look forward to so yeah we are pleased to be announcing our first ebook so um, yeah we're planning on launching it on the 10th of January so uh, this should be just a few days after the podcast is live we've said it now it has to be out yeah has to be out we'll put it on the uh, Kindle store first and then we'll um, be selling it directly through the site as a uh, a simple PDF or some other ebook format We've got to figure all these technical details out, but the book itself is ready. What with an awesome cover, I must say. The cover is... It's just... It's worth buying just for the cover, actually. Yep. But uh, we'll keep that uh, under wraps for now. Yes. So, what's our headline news? Uh, the headline news on Tokyo Cheapo, this podcast, is the new design. So, that's been out since... Uh, we launched it 
19th of December. So hey, hold on, to, hold on. Uh, yeah, we, I think what? we need a fanfare. We <laughs> make sure we have a fanfare <laughs> for this. Yes, yes. No, it is very exciting. Actually, the whole uh, the new theme. Because it's really, it feels like a new site to me. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot nicer on mobile. We've had comments from people on tablets who are saying, like, um, you know, thanks for optimizing it for tablets. So it basically works um, incredible, really, really smoothly on pretty much any device you can name. Yeah, so we're happy cheapers. The only problem is it looks a bit too kind of slick now. It, yeah, it looks know, a bit too um, expensive. <laughs> it doesn't look that cheap. <laughs> Rest assured, we are still cheapos. We did it on the cheap. We made it ourselves. Yes. So. Yeah. Marvellous. So um, let's move on to some recent and noteworthy articles. I guess the first one we're going to look at is ice skating. So it's that time of year in Tokyo. So it's um, all the, the Christmas lights have been dismantled. The, the skating rinks are open. So we've got a rundown on the site about uh, ice skating from Selena Hoy, one of our writers. And there's a rundown of all the different uh, you know locations. Some of them have uh, got advantages over others. Like some are outdoor, some are indoor. But for my money, I would say the best picks are the Edogawa Sportsland, which is an indoor one. It's actually open all year round, but it's 500 yen, 300 yen if you have skates, which you probably don't. It's, pre- it's pretty cheap compared to some of the other ones. Mm. The pick for kind of the most uh, scenic kind of place to go skating is probably the... Uh, it's called the Art Rink at uh, Akarenga, which is the... Um, the Red Beck buildings in Yokohama. That's correct, yeah, the uh, historical warehouses. It looks yeah, it looks quite stunning, so... Um, yeah, I reckon the uh, Yokohama one would be nice. It's outdoors, right? Yep, it's outdoors. Yeah. And it's actually, it's a... Well, obviously, you have to get to Yokohama if you don't live in Yokohama, but the, the price of the, the skating is a lot cheaper than somewhere like Midtown or Akasaka Sakas, one of these kind of places. So, have you ever done any ice skating in Tokyo, Greg? I haven't actually. My my, my kids are uh, into it. They do it occasionally, but uh, I, I occasionally stop it. I, I stopped recently at uh, Akasaka Sakas, and I, I watched them skate. You know, the people skate for about two minutes. Yeah. And I saw about three or four people just land right on their backs. <laughs> I guess if you're if you're from a cold climate country, it's um, you know you, you might look forward to. The skating, or maybe if you're from a warm, you know, warm climate country, you can, it's something a bit different. But uh, coming from New Zealand, uh, we didn't have a lot of ice, so it's not in your bones. No, I, I'd, I'd like to keep my bones as they are. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> marvelous. Well, from ice skating to snowboarding, we have a um, a roundup on snowboarding near Tokyo. Gives you a nice overview of um, the options which are within easy reach of Tokyo. I, uh, I'm a bit of a snowboarder myself, and I have broken uh, at least one bone snowboarding. You'll be pleased <laughs> to know. Nyba. That's a personal favourite of mine, the Nyba ski slope. So anyway, have a look at the article to um, get full details and directions and whatnot. Um, yeah, one of the uh, other new and noteworthy articles was um, we've got a great overview of uh, five events not to miss in January and February. Uh, what were your... Uh, top picks or pick from that article, Greg? I guess I've been to a few of them, so um, probably the ones I haven't been to. So the Ecuador Night Bazaar looks quite interesting. It's on January 24th. Um, I, I'm not even sure... I don't, do, where is Ecuador? It said the Seibu Ikebukuro line. Okay, okay, because um, a couple of our writers were talking about it before Christmas and they were really... Um, 
really raving about it. So I guess it's something to worth uh, worth checking out. Uh, how about you? I guess the uh, Boroichi Ancient Flea Market, which actually we ourselves uh, headed to uh, last year and recorded our podcast from there. You might want to flick through the uh, podcast archives and have a listen to the Boroichi podcast. But that's um, this huge, huge, huge flea market in Satagaya. And it's on the it's the fourteenth and fifteenth. Fifteenth uh, and sixteenth, actually. Fifteenth yep. and sixteenth, yeah. Yep. It's been going for hundreds of years. It's this old uh, flea market. There's a really good atmosphere there, and if you like um, trawling through Japanese antiques and bric-a-brac, then it will be right up your street. Lots of food too. Lots of food and um, like amazake and stuff. It's good, good fun. Lots of festive cheer. Flea market yep. festive cheer. What else have we got in our little bullet point list here, Greg? More markets, by the look of it. Yeah, it's a bit of a market it's, special. It's kind of f- flea market, antique market season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, if you want to fill your house with old stuff, <laughs> as we all do, um, these are the places to do it. Yeah, there's, a, there's an antique market on the uh, the 12th of January in your Yogi. That's kind of a regular thing. I think that's at least once a month for the whole year, actually. Yeah. So... Um, that's worth checking out. And uh, the Oedo Antique Market is also... Uh, actually, that's on for a long time, isn't it? It's on for two weeks. Yeah, 4th of Jan to the 18th. That's a long market. And it's... Uh, if antique shopping is your thing, then the largest outdoor antique market in Japan, a regular event held on the first and third Sunday of each month, takes place... Oh, okay, I get it. It's actually not the, the whole two weeks. It's just for the 4th and the 18th. I, yeah, Oops. that's right. <laughs> yep. It's a regular event as well. Yeah. It's at... Um, so, the Oedo Antique Market is on the 4th and the 18th of January and um, takes place at the Tokyo International Forum, which is just next to Yurakuro Station. And uh, it's known as the largest outdoor antique market in Japan. So, it uh, should be good for some... Um, antique window shopping at the very least or no window window shopping no window window shopping so um onwards and upwards so over to akihabara as we mentioned earlier we've got our very first guidebook coming out which we're super excited about yay (laughs) and uh (laughs) but seriously yay (laughs) we are excited (laughs) but um yeah so um we're very pleased to be finally putting out our first ebook and it should be on uh, kindle on the 10th of january so the next segment of this podcast will be us on our walkabout with aaron who wrote the guide and who knows aki abara far far better than greg and i which will become apparent from our uh, um, yeah. coherent mumblings i think it'll be good preparation for the guide because um you can obviously relate to chris and i as the novices who know nothing and and aaron is uh, the expert showing us around yeah. so splendid without further ado let's uh, segue into our walkabout pigeons happy pigeons Okay, so we're recording. So where are we? We're out and about, Aaron. Uh, we are at the uh, Akiba Information Center, which is closed. <laughs> closed every Monday. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> but we know what we're doing. We don't need that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that kind of information. We are. We are they come to us for information. And right. what's this building we stood in front of? Uh, we're standing in front of uh, Akiba Square, 
that's uh, where they have events and I think uh, conventions sometimes. Uh, it's the part of the is it the UDX building? I think it's I think called? it is actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, what's on today? It looks like a uh, trading card game expo for something called Chaos. I do not know what it is. The Chaos trading card game. Uh, it is scantily clad girls. Uh, on not, the cards. Not the, the, in the event, though. No, no not in the event. The, we just met. There don't seem to be any scantily clad girls lined up for the event. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're here early. <laughs> maybe it's a bit cold. Yeah. <laughs> Splendid. Alright, let's move on. Well, like I've said before, um, uh, new items, like new games, uh, there's no point to coming to Akihabara for new games or new anything, really. But, uh, off-brand items, <laughs> brands you've never heard of, <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, even even export models. I mean, uh, another <laughs> we're kind of not selling the Akihabara very well. But I guess if you know, if you, the point is, the Electric Town stuff is not a big as as big an appeal as it used to be. Yeah. Um, I, like another reason to come here was for the uh, export brands for various appliances and things. But um, what's happened recently is like pretty much everyone makes these. Um, like multi um, current kind of version, so it's like it doesn't matter what kind of voltage you've got. All you're gonna need is a plug adapter, mm. and you can use it wherever. Yeah. So you might as well go to Bit Camera or, or you know one of the big big chains if you want to pick something up like that. Yeah. Well, but in terms of like computer memory and or computer parts in general, um, often when I go to uh, Bit Camera or or SoftMap and Ikebukuro, uh, and I ask for like computer memory, RAM or you know RAM uh, hard drives, they 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 point me here. They, they right. say go to Akihabara because even they know that like it's kind of it's that kind of stuff is more expensive. Maybe online you can find better deals, but uh, just in, in terms of like parts, uh, used games, uh, Akihabara used games in Akihabara can be found for really cheap. How about the expertise? Like if you're looking for a computer part and you're not really sure, can you come here and ask people about it? Or maybe if you know Japanese, like, <laughs> like I can't speak Japanese, uh, so I'm. And I get by point by pointing and grunting. Yeah. <laughs> Even at McDonald's. I used to have big issues at um, trying to get like RAM upgrades for my computer when I went to Bit Camera. Yeah. So I'd, I'd go there and I'd say I want this really cheap RAM, and they'd say No, you must buy this brand name yeah. RAM, and they wouldn't they wouldn't sell me the cheap RAM. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is also a place to come for like. Uh, Again, with games, is uh, like imported games. There actually used to be a couple of import shops here. One was called Hollywood. It closed down recently, but it's where you could go to buy imported games. Uh, uh, U.S. Uh, Sony PlayStation Store cards, uh, U.S. versions of uh, Nintendo cards, stuff like that. But, uh, could, could you bring, uh, say, if you had cards from the U.S. or overseas, could you bring them here to sell? Uh, I've sold U.S. games here. Uh, but I've never tried uh, that, like, you know, PSN cards or Nintendo cards. Um, I'm not sure how that would work. Uh, those are pretty expensive, even on Amazon. Uh, they go for, like, a $50 card or for, you know, 50 store credit for the PlayStation Network is around $80 on Amazon, which is wow. ridiculous. Um, so if you did find that in Japan, please tell me. Uh, <laughs> if you find a cheaper place to find that. But, yeah, I... Uh, in terms of like PlayStation games are region free, so you can often find places that will accept them. Uh, Nintendo games, n you're not gonna maybe the the hardware like controllers you can turn that in. You can sell those here, uh, but like Nintendo, 
American version games, they're not going to accept it because it's region locked and it's not, it doesn't work here. And Akihabara is one of the places you can, in, in at least where I've been, where you can actually get uh, good deals on uh, on trade-ins. Okay, so we're on, we're on Chiodori now. Uh, uh, where would you recommend we head to first? Uh, M's, the big sex shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that direction. Um, well, we're just walking past soft map. That's yeah. one of the big... Uh, one of the soft maps. One of yeah, the soft maps. About 16 here or something. Uh, I think that one is for games. And there's the, the soft map for games in particular is back that way. Where are we? Like this is this is like the main action. There are all the the main stuff, right? Like the uh, the big brands, the uh, etc. You so, know. So you're you're saying this is the bad place to go? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, just in terms of like you know finding deals, you know, uh, it's it's the back alleys that are mostly still the used stuff. Right. Well, not well in terms of video games. I mean. It's all about book off and uh, and even Softmap has a has a has a pretty good use section uh, for video games. Uh, well, actually, and there's and here's the here's the donkey. <laughs> it's still, good old it's donkey. Still, uh, I think it's the biggest in Tokyo. This donkey, really? Yeah. It doesn't look that big. Yeah, it's mega. Six, seven floors. Yeah. And wow. the top, the top has a has a section dedicated to cosplay. They also have a cosplay museum, I think, or an AKB, or AKB 48 museum. There's an AKB sign there. Yeah. And we've just come across our first maid. I'm not sure enough to do that job. She's <laughs> <laughs> dressed in a pink. And, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Lost Kingdom, wow. bro. <laughs> <laughs> So she's not actually doing a. She's just a maid selling out, um, handing pamphlets out. It's a shivering just, uh, maid. This there. looks like a, this is a new one, actually. Actually, there's lots of shivering maids. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, what was that little factoid about the big Don Quixote? Uh, that donkey actually has the. Uh, it's it's the the home for AKB47. That's uh, where they live. Yeah, it's <laughs> AKB48. Whatever. <laughs> I think I thought one of them died recently. I don't know. Big <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan. But uh, that's they. Uh, they have. I think they have a museum up there. They also that's their main stage, where every Saturday they uh, played a screaming forty-year-old salaryman. <laughs> so we, we went past the AKB48 cafe by the station. What's that? Is that that's not a stage? I uh, do not. I'm sure. I've never been inside. Uh, <laughs> there's, this, there's certainly plenty of strange people waiting outside. So uh, yeah. I mean, I imagine if it's anything like the Gundam cafe, which again, I've, I've only, I only. I've only read about seeing videos. They dress up and the outfits. I don't know. It'd be pretty sad if they, if like on the on the weekdays, the AKB48 girls have to work there. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I think there's about 200 of them. So but yeah, everywhere. I mean, yeah, and then and, and again, there's like HKT48 and SKE48. There's so many of these. And there's uh, Nogizaka47 or something. I don't know. They decided to have a different number. That sounds slightly higher class. Yeah, yeah. Nogizaka. Anyway, I'm getting cold. Let's go right. inside Trader. Soft mat for video games. The main soft mat? Yeah. For video games. Should we go and have a uh, little look inside? So there's uh, the uh, ubiquitous man with a uh, loudspeaker outside. Yeah, the bottom floor is, uh, I think, for new games. 
second and third is for God. I want these so much. <laughs> but the little so, Mario uh, figures. They, uh, they're little. Uh, they, they go on your game and then they become real. I can't explain it. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, they have little chips in them. And you, uh-huh. Yeah. And you can train them, make them like little battle Pokemon or whatever. But, yeah. Maybe a dating sim. Could be. <laughs> hey man, they're really seven year, seven hundred year old space pirates. <laughs> I'm recording, eh? Okay, there's a there's a dating sim yeah. here for like dating a twelve year old. <laughs> this also looks like a dating sim. Yeah. Dating sim. There's actually on this. There's a whole. There's a couple of shops in Akihabara uh, that are dedicated just dating simulators. Wow. Uh, this. This soft map, this is the main soft map for games. How much uh, does the dating simulator cost? Uh, I, I, just, I have no idea. I have never. Well, I'm that's never... 4,380 <laughs> years. Inversely proportional to the age of the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous. Let's uh, head deeper into this soft map. This is also a cool accessory. Before I go for usual games. Um, just try, uh, yeah, number seven, uh, visual, uh, uh, visual novels is what they call it. Uh, <laughs> basically, it's, it's not really a dating simulator, it's a visual, visual novel. Uh, that's, uh, what, so that's, that's just a classy word for porn. It's an escalator full of um, pictures of women in uh, bikinis. Presumably, this is, oh, they're all dates, these are all events. Yeah. Oh, these must be those. What's it called? Those the girls that wear swimsuits. Gravia. Gravia or something. Yeah. Which floor? You you're actually sending us to that adult floor. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Jesus. <laughs> this is a family safe podcast. Well, well, that's that's a world, yeah. Wait, as long as I stay with yeah. Oh, right. Wait, what is this? Oh, the sixes. Uh, no, let's go to the used done? games. <laughs> let's go to the used games. This looks too. Uh, it's, not, not, it's not my style. <laughs> This is, uh, yeah, this, this is the uh, uh, adult. These are visual novels, stuff like that. Let's, I've never been um, in here, so I let's can't. go to the. Uh, <laughs> That's a very suspicious sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can take the stairs, can't we? We can yeah, take the stairs. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's escalators. So yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> So just lots of pictures of women in uh, tight bikinis. We'll, uh, yeah, making a hasty exit. Ah, <laughs> the sleeves, the sleeves is too much. <laughs> so what about this one, used PC games. I must say the, you know, the walls are plastered with like anime girls who are sort of semi-naked or yeah. completely naked. Or I like the pissing their pants. That, that's pretty gratuitous. That picture there. Oh Jesus! That's that's like a super X-rated anime picture there. Uh, this is like I think I think this is the main uh, software for used software. <laughs> so we're coming here for used software, but uh, it's just like yeah, the theme here seems to be anime, porn, something. So, this is the uh, used video game floor. Sleek and beautiful white PlayStation 4. Uh, I used to be able to find um, imports here. Uh, they used to have like a small little section for imports, but uh, 
What about these prices, Aaron? What's uh, a look here? Uh, Sixteen hundred yen for Super I mean, Mario these, Super Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy Two. Well, these are Wii games, uh, so I mean, it's it's uh, last generation. Um, for Wii games, I'd say the I mean, fifteen hundred yen for stuff like this special edition of No More Heroes, No More Heroes Two. I mean, that's I would say that's kind of a good deal. Uh, like I said, the used prices in Akihabara are, I think, are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, in How terms about the of like consoles. Yeah, like the old look here. These are used Xbox Ones. Here's a new Xbox One for thirty-six thousand yen. What do they go for? Is that I don't know if that has a the Connect Eye, you know, the Connect Camera included. Thirty-six thousand yen for Xbox One. Uh, Is that a good deal? I mean, use. I don't think that's too much of a good deal because uh, they're four hundred new, and that's the console only. For a five hundred gigabyte console, you can get. There's plenty of bundles you can get right now, like four hundred bucks, you know, or, or less, you know. So I, so I don't think that's a good deal. All right, let's move on with an upwards. Still lots of uh, men everywhere. Heavy the uh, male. Uh, oh, more anime dating, girls. Dating sims, visual novels. You take a photo. Japan loves visual Something. novels. Uh, <laughs> visual novels. <laughs> <laughs> not, not all visual novels are like pervy. But uh, a lot of them are. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't technically games, then. Um, I mean, or is there some sort of interactivity in these? Yeah, I mean, there models? is interactivity, especially if they're dating sims. You know, you gotta, you gotta get the girl to like you. You know, <laughs> yeah. you gotta, like just like real life, you gotta, you gotta do certain things. You gotta fire gifts. Uh, does does Mimi want the the apple for lunch, or does she want the orange? If you give her the wrong fruit. Maybe she hates your guts, you know. And I mean, some of these are get really weird. Uh, Just like real life. You know, maybe maybe it's a ninja setting, or maybe it's uh, an alien invasion setting. Uh-huh. You know, that's the kind of thing of it. Uh, there's a really infamous one that's out. Uh, it's a dating bird simulator. Uh-huh. So it's a dating simulator, but you're all the characters are birds. Oh, that's and that sounds more kind of healthy. Yeah. yeah. I have to get the, the background of that. Yeah, it's good. Again, a lot, of, a lot of the, a lot of these look like they have uh, the the packaging, the cases. If you it, if you want to pay, if you want the best cheapo deal, you want you want you want to find the place that don't have the packaging, like this. Uh, we found a bargain based like bargain. Box. Yeah, and all all these buildings have this. They have Something like for a hundred yen there. Yeah. Like uh, here's a here's an old 3ds, seven thousand yen. I mean old 3ds. I mean that's pretty good, seven thousand yen. What's uh, that for a hundred yen there? Is that a that is a that is an old DS. Wow, no, pretty screwed. It's it's really banged up, but a uh, hundred yen. I mean, thousand yen for this? This is a this is a DSi thousand yen. That's not bad. I mean, I mean this is all old hardware. You still uh, get games for these? Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, DS games. Uh, but this is the. I mean, it's not the newest, newest model. It's pretty old. It's the first version of, of the 3DS, but uh, it comes with two chargers, uh, a charger, a charging station. They don't make this color anymore. So I mean, if you were, if you were collector, yeah, if you're a collector, you're like, oh, we should have found whatever. And there's another one, same kind for uh, 
points again, six thousand yen. I think uh, they go for it. I think brand new now they go for like twelve, like twelve thousand. But I mean, but the new new 3ds is out, so it's like I, I'm the kind of guy where I like to upgrade. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for the best deals, yeah, you want to find stuff like no packaging. No packaging, yeah, because a lot of this looks quite pristine. Yeah, and that's that's gonna and it can it can be kind of hard too because in Japan they're known for taking care of their yeah. stuff, uh, and they also because because the trade back value is so good, they are known to beat a game as as, as soon as humanly possible and then take it back <laughs> and get you know a decent amount of cash back. They beat it, take it back as soon as possible, right. so the game can look brand new. Oh, well, let's uh, move onwards and upwards, or downwards and out of the store. What's this place? Kotobukiya. It's one of the big anime centers. It's kind of like uh, it's one of the one of the bigger ones, like Animate. They're uh, anime. Hello. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Interrupted by me. She called me master. Uh, <laughs> Super potatoes over here. This way. I've never seen that before. Oh, what's this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, this looks like a, uh, a meat vending machine. Yeah, <laughs> But, uh, what is it? Tachi de Akiba no Chu Monteno. Ah, so it's for searching uh, for places to This This eat. one, they always have uh, girls on the balcony. Like, ah, I like him. Like, <laughs> I can't really see them now, but up there. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, one of the anime, real, uh, the more expensive uh, anime shopping buildings. Uh, <laughs> it's, Kotobukiya. Uh, yeah, I can't pronounce it. Kotobukiya, like hobby shop, anime and hobby shop. Just like uh, anime, and, well, right there is the an anime. Uh, it's more for newer anime, newer manga. You're not going to find probably old like, Tenchi Moyo, Yu Hakusho stuff, but... You know Naruto or whatever the kids are into today. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched anime in a long time. Uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, figure Figma, Figma manga, uh, character goods, mm-hmm. trapper keepers. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm but, very I'm very distracted from your uh, commentary, Aaron, because behind you there's these video monitors of um, like made parfait beer <laughs> cafe with cute, amazing, and all that sort of flashing lights. Excuse me. Do you, do you speak English? A little bit. Is, is this your cafe? Uh, this is not my cafe. Okay. Uh, this is the same company, but different soup. My soup is grocery and translated uh-huh. So which shop is better, that one or that one? Uh, this is better, but my soup is best. <laughs> Okay。Okay。Thank one person, one person, one thousand. One person, one thousand, yeah? Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Marvellous. Okay. Well, let's um, let's go to uh, Super Potato before we get accosted by more maids. Uh, later. 
super potato. All right, here's super potato. So what have you spied here, Greg? Um, not much. I'm not really Dangerous. a big gamer. Seems to be a, a whole, a whole selection of Mario teddy bear toy type things. The mushroom, the princess, Luigi and Mario. My name is Peach. Peach? <laughs> you can have Princess Peach for 1,800 yen. And Daisy for 1,800 yen. Or you can uh, test your luck at one of the UFO catchers. <laughs> they want it cheaper. Only once in my entire life in Japan have I spent 100 yen and won something. I won like a, 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 ten, or a Super Mario star that lights up. like dun, 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 dun. So kind of statistically speaking, it's probably cheaper just to buy one here. Yeah, and also a lot of these, you can probably uh, go to like the, the, the anime shops. You can find them in the used bin aisle or the, uh, the discount, yeah, bought, discount, discount places. Yeah. The discount Princess Peach. It's pretty, it's pretty cool though. Mario key rings, right? Onwards and upwards. This is proper retro. Yeah. There's a TV there, a crappy TV with the original Super Mario Brothers on it. This is like, yeah, super retro. Sure. I've been here a long time. Wow, nothing like 20 right. copies of Shim Shimmyu to kick back the nostalgia. <laughs> you can hear how retro it is from the music. These are, yeah, these are, these are like uh, what I'm talking about. Uh, it looks like a knockoff Famicon. So it's like they make new versions of the old hardware. I will, I'll, yeah, I mean, I, will, I don't think this is, this is probably not licensed by Nintendo. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Actually, I know it's not. Um, this one, this one too, looks like it's from the like, yeah, like old, uh, 90s old or something. Or? Game and watch. These, these were called 80s? Game and Watches. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That would have had like one game on it. Yeah. But this yeah. is a brand new one. It's been rebuilt or something. Yes, this has 88 games in it. Uh, it's plugging in. They, they they make these in America too. Yeah. It's like 20 games in one. You plug into your TV. Okay. It's probably got it's like an emulator, a emulator. emulator. It's got like a embedded chipset with Linux right, right. on it, running an emulator. Oops. This is a Virtual Boy. They only made 12 games for it before it uh, almost destroyed Nintendo. <laughs> this is one of the most fa uh, well-known failed consoles in history. Uh, it, it was prone to give kids headaches. <laughs> it was only in red and black. <laughs> you want to use at work? We'll see. I've already got a headache. Yeah, you try it. <laughs> Just being in Akihabara. So when, when did this come out? Uh, 90s, I believe. Okay. It, uh, they made 12 games for it. 12, not even 12, maybe not even 12 games, but yeah. Let's take a look. Later, my, I have already have a slight headache. <laughs> Check out these screens though, all these little 8-bit games. These, these, I think these are more of the real deals. Sharp, Famicom. They're actually quite expensive. That's yeah, these are, because these are... these are thousand yen. Yeah, these are real. Uh, yeah. These are actually licensed by Nintendo. And they're... Are these new? They're, they're or are they just kind of good? These are good awesome condition. They're just in pristine condition, yeah. yeah. Uh, and for anyone that doesn't know, Famicom. Uh, Famicom is Nintendo. The Super Famicom yeah. is the Super Nintendo. It's a Japanese edition. Yeah. yeah, there's a pile of them here, all uh, wrapped up, shrink wrapped. Yeah, so th this is basically 3,700. Super, Super Nintendo. Uh, this is a, the, the top model. Me, when I, when we, me and my brother kids, we had the. It was like a loader. You open the hatch, stick it in, close it. These are the these were the newer top models where you stick it in the top. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's kind it's kind of cool. I, I wouldn't mind having a, a 
a pristine old school Super Nintendo, Super Famicom. So, and it looks like depending on the condition, the prices go down. What about the games? Let's find the price of some of their games. So what have we got Goonies. here? Goonies! <laughs> 480 yen for the a Goonies Nintendo game. That's kind of cool, I guess. Quite a variance in the uh, price. This 480 is a, yen up to 3,000 yen for something. This is a very famous game. 2,500. See, uh, see, the price is Super Potato. Uh, in America, this is called Earthbound. It's really famous. Like, 25 bucks for Earthbound? Like, uh, I don't know about that. That's not our... TNT, this game is infamous for being really, really... Teenage Ninja Turtles. This is, a, yeah, this is a, a really crappy game. Uh, sure. <laughs> like, a, uh, paying 2,200 yen for the first Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Like, I mean, I, if you're a collector, I guess, because probably Super Potato might be your best bet for, like, pristine condition. Yeah. Maybe that's what you're really paying for. You're yeah. paying for, like, the condition. The, the, the packaging yeah. looks pretty good on these, right? Yeah, like... Yeah. There's no tear there. There's no gum dripping off it. And of course, when you get the, with the boxes, they're more expensive. Uh, let's see. <laughs> like, do you, do you want to pay 40 bucks for the Little Mermaid Nintendo <laughs> game with the original packaging? <laughs> Someone does. Yeah. If, you, if you're a collector, for sure. So this place is for the experience more from the uh, cheapo. Yeah, these are Super Nintendo games. Uh, in, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, these are the Super Nintendo games. Uh, let's see. 780 yen. Dragon Quest. 2000, there's Mother again. Yeah, it's yeah, Mother 2. Earthbound 2. If I'm a collector, I don't want the game without the box. If I'm a collector, so I'm going to be over here. If I'm a collector, I wanna, I'm want i going to be paying more. So do I want to pay... Uh, let's see, let me find something. Do I want to pay... All right, see, I love Yu Hakusho. This is my favorite anime. This was a Super Nintendo game for it. Basically, 30 bucks for this. Uh, no. <laughs> like, and I love Show. Like, maybe that's just me. I'm cheap. I don't know. I can't really say if it's a good deal, but I, I'm going to assume it's not because it's Super, it's it's super it's Potato. Well, yeah, and yeah, it's Super Potato. I know that they jack up the prices. Yeah, they're just well known for jack up the prices. More, great name, though. Yeah, it is a great name. <laughs> cool. And, it is and a, it's a good place to check out. Yeah, this it, is a blast from the past, a journey back through our childhoods. Yeah, it's a Mystic, Mystic Quest. I mean, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, I bet you probably can find good deals, like uh, 10 bucks, basically, or 1400 yen for Mystic Quest with its original packaging. I mean, that's, that's pretty, I think, it, to me, that's pretty good. And maybe it depends on how much you want it. Probably another thing for Super Super Potato is, if, you, if you're looking for it, they probably have it because they have everything. It's like the biggest Nintendo collection in the world, maybe. Or, or for collectors, anyway. Is this the only Super Potato, or is there another Super I'm Potato? I'm pretty sure it's the only one. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's there are other retro gameplay. There's, like, there's Retro Game Camp, uh-huh. yeah, which is across the street on the other side. Uh, but their prices are known for being objective, too. Uh, Super Potato is just the most well-known. Like, this is my favorite game of all time. Uh... 20 bucks for Star Fox with its original packaging I'd pay this <laughs> like I'm yeah. tempted to buy it right now wow like, we've got Aaron we've got like, something that's caught Aaron's eye but it would just but yeah, I just put it on my wall like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't even look like it's been opened holy crap <laughs> like 20 bucks for Star Fox and its packaging like that's pretty good to me <laughs> like we know what your price is Aaron yes yeah. 2,000 yen for Star Fox she had a hand puppet she was actually talking with a hand puppet 
think this made Catholic things really exploded in the last few years. Oh, yeah. definitely, yeah. It's. I remember when I came, it was you had to kind of really hunt them out. There was only a niche, handful, niche or whatever it was. But they kind of you can't miss them now. Like there's just maids everywhere trying to trap this, you into is, their this cafe. Is, this is Trader Two. It's Trader One, Trader Two, and Book Off have probably the best deals for used games. This yeah. one's just under the rail tracks. Yeah. It really is with the with the maids. It really is like. Uh, I mean, they, they they tell you that it's not sexual, but it, we pretty much is, right? Like that. It's like an innocent sexual relationship without touching. You know, it's like that fake <laughs> fake feeling. I guess. It's the bottom end of the uh, <laughs> sex industry, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't like that years ago. I'm sure it was. Um, much more uh, tame. Yeah, that's uh, the a nin- uh, cafe. It's like a maid cafe, but they dress up as ninjas. I think I was mentioning that before. What's it called? Uh, uh, Shinobazu, something like that. Shinobazu. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this. Shino- uh, I mean, Shinobu is ninja. Sexy ninjas, I should say. Yeah. Sexy ninjas. <laughs> Shinobazu. I've, I've heard this. Like, there's a lot of um, variations now because there's so much competition with the maid cafes. So there'll be there's one apparently where they. Um, it's called like Big Sister Cafe, I think, and they they um, tell you off and they boss you around. Yeah, they're, they're called Sunders. Sunders. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. They uh, the idea is that they uh, like you ask for a coffee and they bring you a, a glass full of coffee beans, stuff like that. Uh, instead of usually made cafes, they call you Master. Uh, here they welcome Master if you go to one of those Sunder, whatever. Uh-huh. It's called a. Uh, they're like, why do you, why are you here? Why did you come here? <laughs> and then they they treat you like crap. And then when you're leaving. They're, the idea is like, don't please, please, I'm sorry, don't leave. That's that's what they go for. That's what they're paying for. They're feeling like, I'm, I'm sorry, please stay. I tell you guys, I used to be a, I worked at a butler cafe, right? I yeah. Tell you guys that? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, Did you have to do the same thing? Treat them badly? And, uh, no. I guess it's meant to be the opposite with the no, butler I had cafe. No, I, I had to pretend to be a, a prince, basically. Uh, it was... It was a pretty low point in my life. <laughs> should, we, should we cross the road? Yeah. Oh, that, that's Mandrake. Mandrake. Right ah, there. here we are. The, the look, it really does look like the agents from the Matrix headquarters. <laughs> it's just behind the big black Sumitomo building on the main street. Does it have any windows? Uh, I do not think so, actually. <laughs> Still, um, God, those posters, just like these kind of right. rather young-looking anime girls that are undressing. It seems to be the theme here. As long as, at some point in the manga or the anime, they probably say, like, she's really a 700-year-old witch from outer space, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, this is what she looks like. So she's got the body of a 12-year-old, yeah. but the personality of a 700-year-old. I think this... Uh, this I, I, come, I come here for, uh, for RAM and stuff sometimes. Oh, SD cards. Yeah by the uh, bucket loads. Uh, a long time ago, uh, oh, right there, that building, uh, it used to be, under it, used to be where you could get uh, pirated games, and uh, I was looking for a, uh, a flash card for my, my uh-huh. 30S, and I go in, and uh, I go to this store, and I, I say flash card, magic card, I say, they're called in Japan, and the guy, he like didn't say anything, he, and he pointed to that store, and he just gestured, I went down to the basement and it was all white walls and there was just like it was it was an empty room and just a guy sitting on a chair on a chair it was I, it was so weird and I was like a uh, magic card and he and he went he opened up a door and he pulled out a big box and it was just piles of magic cards and he gave it to, and he sold it to me 
<laughs> I'm a pirate, <laughs> but now but now they're hardcore illegal. Right. Uh, yeah. Years later, or a year, like a year later, I went to the same place. It was it was shut down. Yeah. There used to be signs everywhere uh, selling them. Uh, pirated games, flashcards, but now you, I guess they're harder to find. You gotta do it online. Gotta go to Thailand. Yeah. Hello. Did you hear her voice immediately change? Yeah. From went from the cute to her regular voice. Well, what's next? Mandrake. 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 Uh, this store it boasts. I don't know if it's true, but it says it's the. Uh, it's the largest collection of anime goods in the world. I uh, do not know if that's true or not. That's just what they say. Uh, recently, uh, someone stole something from here, and they put the word on the internet that if the if the the culprit didn't bring back the uh, the fig, I think it was a figure. That, it was a really old one, right? It was yeah, like 50 years old. Or it was, something. Yeah, it was like it was uh, from their like personal collection, I believe, of their their museum. It's also basically a museum in here. Of, an, of anime and toy goods uh, that they would release their um, picture they have on the internet. I'm not yeah. sure if they did or not, but they're pretty. So yeah, they're pretty like hardcore about their. Wow. <laughs> about not stealing. I note the word "adult" appears yeah, in of several of the floors here. Yeah, they used to be the theme in Akihabara. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, let's uh, jump Akihabara inside. Akihabara is not really for kids, like. <laughs> so this seems to be the uh, buyback floor. Yeah, if you're a collector, this is the place to come. Uh, they got old, wow, like old movie posters. Oh, wow. Uh, massive Manuki Neko. Yeah. Danger, Danger Will Robinson, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> He's like antique toys. Uh, Lost in Space, that's it. Yeah. It's a Darth Vader there. That's robot, is it? It's, it's a different robot that got stolen. It, was, it looks very similar. Yeah. Maybe it's like that one, I don't know. Bobby the robot. <laughs> 50,000 yen. So 250,000 yen for that one. Which floor would you, uh, do you gents like to visit? Uh, Should we take the stairs? Yeah, let's take the stairs. Oh, yeah, let's do the um, Matrix style stairs. <laughs> it's just, this building's completely black on the outside. Yeah. With no this, windows. And it's got this external staircase, which, as you described, Aaron is like out of the Matrix. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. <laughs> What's in here? Uh, oh yeah, this is the wig, the wig store. They have wigs here. Cosplay, wigs, uh, dolls. I'm gonna call, actually, I'm gonna call this the creepy doll section. Yeah, uh, dolls with massive heads. 9,000 yen, 16, 35,000 yen for a doll with a massive head. Actually, I think this is the building where you can buy life-size dolls, because, you know, they're recently, they're getting really into love dolls, or yeah. whatever they're called. And Speaking of that, some rather interesting anatomically, uh, yeah, correct <laughs> dolls over here. There's some, uh, a whole um, case full of naked dolls with no hair. I guess you can. I guess you customize them. Yeah, customize them you want. There's a head just there as well. I ever went to someone's house and they had this kind of stuff in their, you know, like displayed. That would be a sure sign for me to run. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not stick around. Well, there doesn't seem to be any orifices attached to any of these, so I'm not that scared yet. <laughs> Maybe that's how they like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wick section. Yeah, these are cosplay life-size dolls. Well, they're actually—I'm pretty sure these are more for dolls, life-size dolls. 
um, not humans. Yeah, actually, um, there's some Sailor Moon outfits here. Yeah, the, um, these are all for your... So the outfits are all for dolls as well? Yeah, these are all for dolls. Uh, this is not for cosplay. This is... Uh, oh. yeah. Go to a slightly less creepy floor. Well, <laughs> they might get increasingly more creepy. It's kind of cool though. The deeper we go in. All the uh, all the clerks and employees are in cosplay. So if you want to see free cosplay, you can just come yeah. here. If you want to talk to a cosplay girl, you can check out, you know, the aisle or something. <laughs> this is this is the go. comic section. Uh, this is another Lark's Lark. Young yeah. comics. Yeah, it's a pretty big collection. Uh, probably the best bet for manga though is going to be uh, Book Off in Akihabara. Everything is shrink wraps. Yeah. No browsing. No uh, library. Again, you want to go to Book Off for that. <laughs> Alright, let's go to another floor. This yeah. It's pretty boring. It's just like... Yeah. Bookshelves with um, wrapped up uh, old magazines. So this looks decidedly adult. <laughs> Why? What, 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 what makes you think that? Is it the, is it the bondage girls or is it the, <laughs> it's the bodily fluids flying around? Oh, yeah. There's an interesting, that'll um, do it. interesting thing about. Um, like anime and stuff. Apparently, um, the censorship laws in Japan—you're not allowed to show anything that's kind of like a real, a real penis or a real vagina. Yeah. But um, it doesn't apply to uh, anime, so, you, so can... you can get away with whatever you want. I thought yeah. recently they introduced those new a new law. Uh, oh, they changed that. Yeah, well, there's like a new law. A lot of the that had the fans like uh, in pretty mad. Like, something about underage. Yeah, anime. something about underage being classified as What I really like porn. is all this, basically this really, you know, you got some, your bodily fluids, uh, well-endowed <laughs> women and schoolgirls, and then you got My Little Pony. <laughs> right, right, right at the end there. It's, it's not it's, even, yeah. it's, it's completely internet. Yeah, it's, completely it says normal. for ages, ages like nine, and like, what does that say? Ages, I thought it said ages, but it looks like it's for, uh, this fan-made original story. I mean, it's a do, okay. That means it's a doujinshi. Uh, do do, 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 so, or however you say it, that means probably the inside is disgusting. <laughs> oh, right, right, of course. Uh, doujinshi. So it's it's not oh, out of God. place. Then. It may not be. Uh, actually, this yeah, might. I, actually, I oh, wouldn't this, want to see what's inside. This of that. is do, mm -hmm. doujin. This is this is all. These are all fan-made. Uh, so, do, I can't. I'm uh, I'm really sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but doujinshi are. Um, Fan-made manga. Ah, yeah. Uh, they're licensed character. They're they're character. Usually, they're very well-known characters mm. that are just with their original stories. And I don't know how they get paid for that. <laughs> In America, that would be like some kind of copyright infringement or yeah. something. But uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. So if you want to see, you know, Sailor Moon getting it on with Go Goku, somewhere else, this yes. is I think I'm about to uh, burst from all the uh, yeah, anime licensed. breasts and <laughs> Sailor Moon things right. that have been uh, passing in front of us for the last uh, oh, no, hour. Oh my god, Goku! No! Oh. <laughs> my, my child! Oh. This is uh, female uh, oriented uh, uh, What's it called? Fan made. Dojinshi. Fan fiction? Dojinshi? Uh, yeah. Usually the fan, but you know, it's funny. I went to Comic Hit and 
and it's basically everything we just saw, just you know, horrible, horrible things with like the team Ninja Turtles doing stuff to the ninja, the, the Pokemon, you know, just horrible things that will ruin your childhood. <laughs> and they had the author, so you could meet the artists, and they're all women. They're, every single yeah. one was, was a woman. I couldn't believe it. Like, I have a um, Comic Kit is a big Dojinshi expert yeah, thing, like right? Big, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think they just had that. Oh, is it coming up or like, is it, has it been? We it just was... had Winter Comic Kit. That was okay. like last yeah, weekend. Okay, yeah. twice a year. Right? Yeah, they do it, they do it in winter, they do it in summer. Uh, these are, yeah. So anyway, this floor looks, it's much more uh, relaxing for me. Yes. Yeah. doesn't seem to be any sort of underaged girls doing yeah. things. Well, it's just different kind of stuff though, Well, right? see, this is a, yeah, a yaoi <laughs> is a boy love. Uh, it doesn't have to be like, considered really you know, gay, I guess. Uh, it can just be, you know, like, Really, really, really good friends. Uh, <laughs> and um, this is a tackle. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so there's some hands on some buttocks there. Yeah. And there's a an erect penis. Six. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, more. I guarantee the artist is a woman. Uh, that's. But uh, yeah, and these are. And these are aimed at women, right? Yeah, Yaoi yeah. is a uh, boy love. But the, this is Attack on Titan. I forget the anime title, but this is really. This is like the most, the biggest anime right now. So. Those are like really well-known, famous characters. Like porn visions. Yeah, so it's cool. Like if, if you do want to see, you know, your favorite characters doing things to each other, I mean, Japan's the place to do it. Yeah, your famous character, but gay this time. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I guess mainstream manga they don't have gay characters. I mean, if they, I'm sure, but they do. But it's always like really comical and like stereotypical, yeah. kind of offensive kind there's of. There's no erections. Yeah, there's no erections. No. <laughs> But, uh, cool. Like, this anyway. This is uh, much more um, palatable. Well, it's, I'm it's finding for the ladies. Yeah. yeah. So, no, but it's just a lot less in your face. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure about that? Because <laughs> like, I'm seeing some. Oh, I'm no. seeing some stuff. <laughs> just uh, aimed at a, at a. Oh, that looks like that doesn't like aimed at ladies. Well, it looks like it aimed at. Um, Ladies trapped in men's bodies. That looks like gay porn. Yeah. Right. Okay, and I, hopefully the next floor won't have any kind of adult goods at all. Um, That's what I'm hoping. Oh, it's like the next one's. What's this, fifth floor? So, CDB, CDs, DVD games. I have um, hope for uh, Mandrake. On this floor, there won't be some gratuitous. Oh, sorry, sorry. One thing I don't think people realize uh, before coming to Japan is how tight the space is. Yeah. With, like every store. Yeah. Like it's how it's just a struggle just to get by people. You know. It's, Unless you're out in the countryside somewhere, I guess for the. Yeah, for but. Space. And we're typifying the point here by completely blocking this. Yeah. Island. Well, we're <laughs> we're foreigners. We do what we want. <laughs> so um. I didn't spy any adult goods on that floor. I feel quite, um, quite kind of purified after floor uh, six of the Mandrake store. You're such a delicate wee flower. Say <laughs> yeah. so again. Uh, this is the toys are what I think Mandrake Mandrake is uh, really known for. Old school toys, collectibles. If you're a toy collector, you really probably want to check this place out. <laughs> Who's that? Fujiko from uh, Rupan Sensei. She's the femme fatale from yeah. Rupan the Third. She's got she's, rather large breasts. That's what she's famous for. Yeah. At least they're covered up there. Yeah. 
Right, yeah, usually. So, uh, and you can look in here. A lot of these um, were more than likely. They could have. They, they were probably in a UFO catcher at one point. Like uh, that thing right there, that dude. He even has he even has a little string on the box. Yeah. From when he was on a he was in a UFO catcher. Right, right. Uh, it, I, if you do see something in a UFO catcher that you really want, like you probably don't want to spend the three thousand yen trying to win them. You just go to Animate or Mondrake and go to the Figmas. You'll probably like find 3, it. Three thousand yen. Yeah, or cheaper. Suppose the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I want to win it, Aaron. I want to win it. Well, if you're like me, I, I spend like twenty bucks. And I'm like. Now I gotta win it because if I stop, I just yeah. wasted 20 bucks. The sunken loss fallacy, that's what yeah. it's called. Chasing your losses. So, uh, yeah, we've got some uh, little models. Yeah, and I have no idea about like train prices or collectibles. Uh, but uh, again, I'm gonna assume because it's Mondrake that maybe they're not the best deals in the world. But if you're a collector... This was yeah. the kind of stuff that was popular when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, computers were still quite new then. I had a computer, I hasten to add, and I didn't have Tamiya models, but I always remember these, you know, everywhere in toy shops. Yeah. Don't see them nowadays. What were those toys called? Like, Omegle? Oh, I'm talking about... Omega? Oh, uh, maybe Omega. They were like... They were like Star Trek dolls and stuff. Like, like toys. <laughs> toys, yeah. Sure. I think they got those. Those are pretty expensive. They got those here. Splendid. Well, I think we've um, got Mandrake pretty well covered. So, um, yeah. Any final comments on Mandrake, you two? Uh, check it out. It's pretty good. If you're a collector, definitely check it out. If you're very sensitive, um, skip the first three, four floors. <laughs> Most of the floors. <laughs> yeah. Go to the top floor. I'm ready to skip Akihabara in general. Yeah, thanks for listening and um, we will be back with you very soon with our next podcast. Uh, it's going to be about uh, pets. Yes. Pets in Tokyo. Yes, indeed. Tune in uh, next time for a uh, pet podcast. Thanks a lot for joining us and see you next time. See you around. Another amazing podcast magic production.